Hey yo, you are now tuned in to Bet the House, hosted by your boy Big Smash, Miss Shantae, Bailey Dammit, and you can't forget about Daylight Faith. Check in with us every single Wednesday on your favorite streaming platform for brand new episodes where you can hear things about relationships, sports, movies, culture talk, sex, and everyday life. This is no PC, no filter, just the real from the real. Now let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go. Hey yo, you are now tuned in to Bet the House, hosted by your boy Big Smash, Miss Shantae, Bailey Dammit, and you can't forget about Daylight Faith. Check in with us every single Wednesday on your favorite streaming platform for brand new episodes where you can hear things about relationships, sports, movies, culture talk, sex, and everyday life. This is no PC, no filter, just the real from the real. Now let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. the, Chicago the Chicago nigga, nigga. Yo We back at it again man Me and J-Day um, I gotta tell y'all something Really really deep man Like for real Like When I started this show I wanted to Bridge the gap And, and, and bring Bring my people together Uh, We support businesses we support the underground. We support we support our people, basically. Uh today is big for me because when I sat down and said, yo, I'ma do a podcast. And I had a list of people that I really wanted to get on, get on and rock with me. This brother here, since probably the day I first interacted with him, he rocked with me. I may say some crazy shit about the Bulls that he don't like, but, you know, this my man's, man, he is a rapper. He is an artist. He is an entrepreneur. He's a truck business owner. He's a store business owner. Like, the man wears many hats, man. And just because he doing all that don't mean he won't test you up on that mic. We got my man Beats in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. What's up? Hey, definitely appreciate y'all having me. Definitely appreciate y'all having me, bro. Like you said, since day one, man, it's been none but love, man. Um, from talking sports to talking rap to actually checking you on the court and being you, you know what I'm saying? It's been a, it's been a long journey. Facts. <laughs> um, man, I know, I know, JD got his got his got his questions and things, man. But we 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 got this record to come out from you man what is the inspiration behind on phone now like what did you what did you feel when you decided to make that record all right so um i got a couple i got a couple records we don't talk specifically about that too but i'm um actually in the process of of coming um out with another project so i'm in the recording process of an album you know what i'm saying and the album is going to be called brothers keeper you know what I'm saying? And uh on phone image is gonna be the uh the first single that'll come off of that project, you know what I'm saying? So on phone name, it was just sometimes I just like when when producers send beats to me, I had some a new producer reach out to me, his name Hot Fries. He caught an interview that I did with Twister 
then he sent me some tracks, you know what I'm saying? And I just vibe and roll to him. And sometimes the, the beat just talks to me, you right. know what I'm saying? And um, I have a conversation with the beat. The beat tell me something. I tell it something back. And once the words and the beat come together, you know what I'm saying, it becomes a marriage for me. And uh, as far as the on phone situation, you know, that's a popular term that's in Chicago right now. So that's a right now thing. And it ain't even like really like I'm trying to chase the trend for the right now moment. Cause I'm still talking and rapping the way bees will talk and rap, whether this was three years ago, four years ago, seven years ago. Facts. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping up the terminology up to date of what's saying it. And then it's a little bit, it's a little bit more, uh, when, when, the, when you say on the term on phone, them, if you're from Chicago, you know, it's different, different gangs or whatever. And every gang you're saying on phone them, but they not foes, you know what I'm saying? Right. Unless they put it in the terminology of a forward in the opposition, but uh, definitely, man. I, I just let's go like ahead on and uh, let's go ahead on and play the record, man. Let's 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 chop it up early. Let's get into it right now. Yeah, let's let's get it popping with that joint. about to drop bees about to drop hey bees about to drop bees about to drop bees about to drop bees about to drop that's our phone now racks we blow now we don't know now we might just go fuck they hoe now in the strip club we gonna throw them keep them big pole we gonna blow them yeah yeah i might just lick talk your hoe talk your hoe all my niggas train to go. Let's go. Let's go. This ain't what you looking for. Nah, nah. This ain't what you looking for. Uh. I just BVS the chain. Chain. Might run your bitch with the gang. Gang, gang, gang. Just might take a rapper chain. Rapper chain. We been serving Eddie Kane. Woo. Spent Woo. like 20 in the booty club. Rolling. Tweaking. Please don't make me shoot it up. Yeah, yeah. Miss me with that foo-foo shit. Two new sticks, sticks. You gon' make me shoot you, bitch, bitch. Ratchet on me, ratchet. Tell that bitch to back it on me, yeah. Ratchet on me, ratchet. Bitch, you know I pack it on me, yeah. Off the Zaza. I don't dance, don't do no cha-cha. Work on my block. Grab a Philly, stay from Baba. That's on phone now. Racks, racks. Racks, we blow them. We don't know them. We might just go fuck they hoe them. In the strip club. Bangers, bangers. We gon' throw them. Keep them big poles. Mops. We gon' blow them. That's on phone them. Racks, racks. Racks, we blow them. We don't know them. We might just go fuck they hold them. In the strip club. Bangers, bangers. We gon' throw them. Keep them big poles. Mops. We gon' blow them. Yeah. Who that said they talking about phone them? We gon' show them. show them. Up that blick, little bitch, we blow them. That's on bro them. Matter of fact, go call up Mo them. Where his show at? Bet that bitch won't do no show there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet me at the telly, bitch. Bitch. Stingy with the pussy. Miss me with that patty shit, bitch. Megan good. Megan Boy, you good. could give me Megan style. Yeah. That ass is bouncing. I swear I won't tell nobody. We so cool. cool. We gon' show up with the brooms. brooms. Don't do no chores. But fuck it, we gon' sweep the room. Off the Zaza. Zaza. I don't dance, don't do no cha-cha. cha-cha. Work on my block. my block. Grab a Philly, stay from Baba. That's on phone them. Racks, racks. Racks, we blow them. We don't know them. We might just go fuck they hold them. In the strip club. Bangers, bangers. We gon' throw them. Keep them big poles. Mops. We gon' blow them. That's on phone them. Racks, racks. Racks, we blow them. We don't know them. 
We might just go fuck they hoe now in the strip club. We gon' throw them, keep them big poles. We gon' blow them. Bees about to drop. Bees about to drop. Bees about to drop. Bees about to drop. Hey, bees about to drop. Bees about to drop. Bees about to drop. Bees about to drop. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. That record there is going to be tough, bro. That's, that and you know what? Bro. As I was listening to it yesterday, I was kind of undecided, bro, as far as this record or the Go Hard record this, that's in my playlist right now. So shout out to you for that record, man. I think <laughs> I think you said it that dropped next good. week, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come out and release next week, man. So they hand it exclusively here right now. Facts. That's That's what we do. Uh, first of all, man, I gotta ask you, like, um, like what else? What else you got going on? I know you got. I know you got the little clothing store, uh, out in Homewood, right? Correct. Yeah, tell we it, got tell Innovative it. Signature out in Homewood, Illinois. Drop that location. A one nine Maple Ave, Homewood, Illinois. Stop through Innovative Signatures, man. We got some dope stuff, men and women apparel. So. Follow through, check us out. All right, Jay. I know you've been yes, waiting, sir. man. <laughs> Scheming <laughs> and breaking news, and man, uh, first off, beans uh, is always fun to chop it up with your stuff, bro. Um, man, right first, you know, uh, consider your plan. Uh, I know you for. <laughs> Over 10 years, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and, sir. It's uh, been a minute. I, 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 can, I can definitely say I had fun uh, seeing you on stage, sharing the stage you. with you, um, chopping it up. Uh, just serious, man. Um, the vibe I get from you compared to what I hear on the outside of uh, good or bad has been consistent. Um, to me, mm-hmm. Uh, definitely humble. Uh, you know, you, you don't um, you don't push unless someone push you, and you don't really necessarily come off that way. Because you, you, to me, you're a humble dude, kind-hearted, and the biggest thing that I have to say with you is you give back. Oh, we 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 definitely gonna get into that because uh, I, I I like your journey, and in the midst of that, too, bro. I'm gonna start off like this, bro. When did you fall in love with me? Now, you know what? I fell in love with music uh, early in life. Uh, I want to say around uh, the, the, the fifth or sixth grade, I remember myself uh, trying to come up with, with raps then. I remember one particular situation. We went to Detroit, me and one of my cousins, well, with, with, with the family, and uh we was rapping, man, and it was so crazy, man. I didn't really write raps back then. I just would say whatever came to my head. And I ran out of things that came to my head and started rapping Crucial Conflict songs, bro. Them people thought we was so fucking raw and rapping, bro. They was like, yo, y'all going to the studio tomorrow. We got to record that shit. I said, oh, <laughs> shit, I got to really write a rap now because that shit already recorded. <laughs> <laughs> funny you said that because um you know that ties into my next question who are your influences you know man uh, 
my favorite rappers was uh, Tupac Shakur, number one. Uh, Crucial Conflict was my favorite rap group. Uh, I love Twister as an artist, you know what I'm saying? He was dope. I stayed playing his stuff. Uh, you know, I could go down the list of artists, bro, but, you know, early in the game, definitely it was Tupac, Snoop, uh, Crucial Conflict, Twister, and, and Scarface, you know. Those were the guys I remember introducing me to rap, like making me love rap. Like, dang, this is incredible when I heard Dear Mama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny, you know, um, to me, it, it, it's almost like so far, just in two questions, there's so many ways I can go with this interview because firsthand I've seen it and I've been a part of it. So mm-hmm. it's funny when you say, you know, a fix fifth or sixth grade, you know, your family. Through your journey, your family, what I see has been very important in what you do. Man, look, I seen your mama on the dance floor (laughs) doing the Timmy G. She is one of the most (laughs) coolest people I ever met. Like, for real. Shoot, she she treats me like I'm a distant cousin. Hey, I, yes, I don't sir. mind that. It's just what she see me, she recognizes. When it comes to your brothers and cousins, man, they support you. Y'all work as a team, and it's a beautiful thing. So do, doing this journey between fifth and sixth grade to now, how important has family been for you and your goals on music and business? Man, family, uh, the inspiration, they, the motivation, just uh, want to be that uh, – that provider, you know what I'm saying, for my family, uh, want to make a difference for my family. Those are all motivational factors that make me go hard at any and everything that I touch, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to help my mom accomplish or, or get certain things and same with my kids and my brothers and, you know, the wife. Just trying to create opportunity. They That's what pushed me, bro, family, you know what I'm saying? I'm self-motivated, but... The family, the family. You, I got to do it for them, bro. We ain't had no male figure to do it for us. Facts, 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 facts. So, question. In the midst of you rapping, your family and your friends, you know, once they started to get you in the studio, in that process, you know, have you had, have you had any moment where, where you sure this is what you really want to do? Like, what event, a moment, had you say, think it to yourself and just out loud that I can do this. Oh man, you know what? I always been a um confident dude in whatever I did, but th- but that moment that the changing moment for me is actually came later, like when I was in college, I went to SIU and um WGCI had this thing called uh uh, the Chicago Idol, you know what I'm saying? And it was like thousands and thousands of rappers and singers tried, and they, they picked, um, I think it was four rappers and four singers to go to the finals, you know what I'm saying? And shit, out of all them thousands of people, bro, I made it to the finals on WGCI, you know, that's our big station here. And, and when I made it to the finals of that, bro, it just opened me up like, this is what I, I want to do, you know what I'm saying? And out of thousands of people, I wanted a four artists out of thousands of people that made it. And then they did an interview with me on WGCI, right? Like leading up, you know, creating the promo to promote the, the actual event and the actual show that we competed. And 
It was crazy because I was unprepared. Like, I got chosen to be a Final Four, but they didn't have my phone number. Like, the number was off by a number. So I knew I made it to the finals, but I didn't. I missed, like, the first initial two meetings. So by the time I contacted them, they was going to replace me. By the time I contacted them, they was like, yo, everything was rushed. So I wasn't prepared, bro. And I had to do a rap live on air, bro. Live on air. And I didn't know, so I wasn't prepared. Bro, I freestyle live don't air on WGCI, bro. And when I say Mike Love and the Diz went crazy, bro, that right there was like, you know what? I'm I'm built for this. Like, I didn't write nothing for it, bro. I still got the freestyle. And I didn't know the beat that I was going to rap on or anything. I was just like, play whatever. And went in. And we're talking GCI, bro. And you can't curse and we rapping. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, bro, I was just like, man, this is what I'm going to do. Because they went crazy. Like, their response was just crazy, bro. It was crazy. And 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 it's crazy. For those that, that the time, I know because you shared the story many times, everybody has went through, through changes. So the time, I believe, that you're talking about this, this is the bees that had breaks. Yeah, <laughs> had, that was funny. This is where it had breaks. So, you know. The other people, they probably don't see it, but when I seen a couple of the pictures, I was like, damn, this is you, bro? I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was Young Bees from the block. <laughs> that was my little saying, the face of Chicago. <laughs> now, now, check this out. So, when, what was the first place you performed at? That was that, that one situation, like at a club or, or a showcase, was that the very first place you, like, Perform that professional. Uh, if we talking performance like an actual set, I think yeah. uh, I think uh, no. You know what? I, I, since high school, I used to compete in a lot of uh, showcases, bro. In high school, man, there used to be this uh, company called Bradley Promotions, if I'm not mistaken, and I was in a rap group, bro. And uh, we used to perform, and we won first place a few times up in there. So yeah, that. That was like my first shows, bro. Uh, it was like an audience. It was a stage, and it was a well put together event. And then uh, when I got to college again, I started doing rap battles, bro. And then I started doing shows from there. So you was a battle rapper, okay? Okay. That's not really, but <laughs> okay. oh, hey, not okay. really. This is how I went. See, they wasn't really throwing shows down there. They was throwing a lot of battles, and I wanted to rap, so I just was like. Uh, I'm going to just battle there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, man. Uh, I'm a, this is what I'm going to do now. So that's the early beat. You know, the, yeah. the, the that you, you pretty much explained the roots of, of how it came about. Now I want to, I want to start getting to the, to the, to, to the meat of the place. I'm going to start naming some clubs and I want to see what type of memory or things you can can remember in regards to it could be good or bad. Okay. Have you ever um, performed at Crossroads? Oh yeah, performed at Crossroads. Love Crossroads. A lot of great memories and uh, opportunities and and beginning of building relationships with people that I still rock with right now at this moment. Perfect, right? Because around the time that I came with Street King. You know that was a little bit after, uh, if I got my timeline right. 
Um, because right. around that time, you know, that's what I'm hearing about the Sinatra and, and yeah. uh, Ren from Go Boys and a few more of the same people, as you say today, who was flourishing in their career businesses and, and stuff that they going on. And I just mm-hmm. thought this is dope that, you know, from that, that that's easily 10, 12, 10, you know, years ago, all the way up to now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Crossroads, you perform there. Club Lamar. Club Lamar. Um, that was the phase of uh, oh man, creating creating opportunities for other artists. Uh, UG four eleven. Huh? UG four eleven. About yeah, yeah, yeah. We create. Yeah, yeah. About yeah, we were creating platforms. Oh yeah. And that's definitely what I'm getting to. You know, uh, of course, uh, I've met a, seen a lot of uh, talent there. The B.E.s, the King of B's, Lady Sparrow. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I met shot players, you know. Uh, I think uh, through, I don't know who all collaborated with uh, the awards and stuff like that. Because uh, uh, I think that was the era of Dog Pop, right? The team being yeah, like, yeah, that was... Yeah, we was we was talking, we was dog mob crazy back then, bro. Sir, oh whoa, <laughs> yes sir, yes sir. Then following that, my timeline correct. Club Kamori. Yeah, Kamora, man, that was man, man, that was just trying <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you, man, thank we, you, that, bro. Yeah, we was we was expanding. I seen y'all y'all growth. Um, I seen y'all business ship come about because we was able to uh, partner up with some of the people that we build relationships from uh, Club Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of fun nights, man. A lot of fun memories, bro. A lot of fun nights and memories. And for, and for those new, new listeners or people that uh, don't know, um, yes, Steve is a rapper. He's an artist. Correct. He's an artist. Yeah. But what he was doing, not a lot of artists was doing themselves. He was creating platforms or doing, creating business relationships with other club owners to have a place throughout the week, one or two days or whatever, for, for, for underground artists to perform. Yes, to us, that's like, that's like you know, you, you didn't have many that do that. You know, in, in the scene around that time, man, it was, I, I'm telling you, B, it was one of the most funnest experiences of my life musically because it's like, it was like the taste of Chicago of music, the underground. Every day there was something going on. Club Karma, uh, you know, uh, uh, my, my boy Coach Steele had a... Uh, um, at 127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127127
on that on that level, you know, bring some situations like how it was back then. Right. And 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 it, and it was funny because um compared to now, you know, it's hard to do business with certain people. Um, it's hard to, to get a relationship. You know, some people don't have good um leadership or good map or good guy to, to guide with certain stuff. You know, for us, we was a family around that time. You know, we once we get some yeah. information, we shared it with everybody, especially you. You know, I can name a few more, but we only had certain peers that we uh, looked up to or was like, okay, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, right. uh, I'm saying these names again. You know, um, for for the for the 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 sparkle of little success that I had in the stepping game, whatever. I took what I learned through you, Philip Martel, Sinatra, Mellow the Gutter Man. You know, I got a little bit of everything from all y'all. You know, streaking. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 they, they gave me the opportunity to groom. Uh, I know how it is to be all around. You know, decent. Uh, that's me. Okay, showmanship. Philip Martel, marketing. Mellow uh, mm-hmm. the Gutter Man, Sinatra. So it's like, man. Everybody did something, so it was like, okay, once you learn all this stuff to see how it works, implement it in your own, and then just create, you know, and, and, and it was dope, man, like, like for real. There's not yeah. too many trendsetters, so I should say, for, for your word for the day, and which, which, which really uh, speaks volume, you're an innovator, bro. You know, I'm going to give you a oh, while now, you know, and, and you don't have too many people that uh that would probably look at you in one way like oh you just rapping but I'm like no <laughs> we gonna get into that though. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Billboard, Adriana. Adriana and oh man. Adriana's man, whoo had so many a lot of turn nights at Adriana's man. That's when that's when I felt like I was bossing up a little bit more on the rap side. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be exclusive. I wanted to come through the back doors. I was trying to be the man. You know what I'm saying? I was really trying to put my foot down as one of them dudes around around that time. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the whole, you know, we had the Diamond Dials at that time. You know what I'm saying? Coming out and, and assisting in events and partnering up on events. So, yeah, man, Adrianus was a was a dope time, man. <laughs> a lot of memories, yeah. man, in that joint. Oh yeah, I got one place. I wonder if he don't if he don't bring it up. The zone. The zone. Oh yeah, the Young Buck event. Man, man, <laughs> man. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Here, people, if you wasn't there, and at that time, you know, this is a to me. And, 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 I, and this is only for, for what I knew because I, I considered myself like a student. I paid attention. You know, some, you know, a lot of these uh, artists now uh, wasn't doing a lot. You know, I didn't hear no Keith Keith, a lot of other stuff, you know, that was going on. So it was like certain people that was doing these things, you know, 10 years ago, bruh, you know, shout out to Ren. You didn't have someone that was giving artists a chance to actually open up for Young Buck. To us, that was big. I mean, don't get me wrong. We do have our own Chicago legend. Shout out to Kushi Conflict. 
and, and yeah, yeah, all them, you know. But to, to get on our level, to say we open up and stuff like this, have our peers, our family, and friends to come through and other stuff, man, that the energy that night was bananas because it was like everybody, I, I, and I personally feel that everybody that was supposed to have been there, that it was like a level up. Everybody that was supposed to have been there, they've been there. You know, you, Coach Steele, uh, uh, Sinatra, Philip, you know, it was dope. And, 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 and as a community and as a, uh, well, underground, it was just like, okay, when this comes through, man, that's how I feel to be on a stage. You know, the feeling of being on a stage like Calzone was was very different compared to just being on the same level. You know, because it's like, you know, open mic showcases. Hey, we are, I'm on the same level. I can look at you out of eye when I perform, but with the zone, it had a stage. I'm looking down yeah. at everybody. The light sparkling. You know, I got my, I got my, 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 my family behind me. Oh, whoa! You know, we throwing up the sign and, they, and all that. Oh you know? yeah, it's lit. <laughs> it's, 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 it's different, man. All right, one more, one more. Because I can go on all day. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of clubs, man. We was in them junk heavy. Yeah. How about Kenny Martini? Kenny Martini. Oh, man. You know what? Um, DJ Sean T, you know what I'm saying? Um, man, exclusive events, um, being able to really headline um, in the intimate setting. That Kenny Martini got me um, an opportunity to uh, go sit down with Def Jam Records, you know what I'm saying? So I flew out to New York off of performing out in Tini Martini and having a um, Def Jam rep there. I worked my way up from um, when we went to New York. I went to her office then, you know what I'm saying? She took me to the person above her, and then I got to meet Shot Money XL. Anybody familiar with G-Unit and 50 Cent? He was the, um, Shot Money was the president uh, at that time, and I got a meeting with him. He listened to my music. It was just a, a dope time, so Tini Martini definitely... Uh, was significant, um, a significant portion of my career, a part of my career. No, definitely, man. Shout out, shout out to him. He did the same for a lot of people, because, you know. Yeah, I, I think mentally, you know, while while we was trying to learn this music industry, you know, it was something about going downtown, up north, <laughs> It was to us. It was different compared to just coming, you know, being in the south side. Because it's like, man, we're right. gonna go up north. You know, it, it was just a whole mindset. Like up north is just different compared to being south side. You know, it was just one another another uh, a spice added to the plate in regards to you know us trying to figure this music thing out. So check uh, this out. I I I I can't stress this enough. It's a lot of things that you've done that a lot of artists haven't done. And mm-hmm. it's volume. So far, we say you're an artist. So far, we say, you know, you create a platform for artists to perform. So I can basically say you're a promoter or, you know, businessman. You, you, you're a creator. Yeah. You know, um, ain't too many people have done a tour. Respected by the line. Uh, yeah. 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 I was part of I was part of like one or two yeah. uh, <laughs> fun experience <laughs> fun experience uh, man you know, it was 2012, 2012. Yeah. right now this is 2020 all this stuff 
that I, we just about talked about happened within these few years of that between 2013, 2013. B's done a lot. And there's still a lot yeah. of respect the bottom line tour. 2012. Ultra Lion. Mm-hmm. Cloud Bar. Club E. Everson. Jeez. Carbondale. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. remember the places. Dang. Oh, you remember oh, the places. I'm this is why I'm here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, 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 it's interesting because, you know, it's hard to pull this off in a way where it's still tourish. You feel me? Right. Um, all the dates connected, states in between, uh, different areas. Different businesses, not not the same. All these was different compared to the to the places we just named a couple minutes ago. So, um, right. and most importantly, your team was bananas because I'm I'm pretty sure you didn't work alone for the most part. Yeah, you you definitely had uh, the vision of how you wanted to go things well, but I know to be successful, um, you had to have a team. Uh, anybody want to shout out on your team and, and your and your journey from the early years? Ooh, man, man, it's, shout out Genius, Ray, uh, Anna Mecca, Chaos, my wife Tisa, uh, my brother Dano, he home, you know what I'm saying? And T Black, the whole the whole team, both of these are like the guys. They they know, you know they all. They don't really care too much about shout outs like that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, the whole the whole team. Yeah, they have they have put this they have put the work in. Santico still like, you know what I'm saying? Like and the whole Chicago team was putting the work. Y'all street kings, y'all help like everybody contributing help make everything possible. You know what I'm saying? Y'all showing up to them shows and bringing out y'all people or you know what I'm saying, whatever it was to take to keep them nights going. Y'all was a part of making that possible, bro, for us to even um, take it to the next level or be in position to take it to the next level. So all them opportunities back then was just molding me for the things that I'm doing now. I was running a business back then, just didn't know how to do it on a more professional level. It's like, you know, taxes involved and employees involved and figuring out. But even when we was doing shows, we was providing tickets for artists to make money. You know what I'm saying? So... All those things didn't do nothing but help chopping me up and prepare me for what I'm doing today. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to everybody who was involved, bro, because them moments, you know, rather, rather tough moments, great moments, or, you know, shaky moments. You know what I'm saying? All them built the character, built the strength, built the tough skin to be able to deal with what we have to deal with in the music industry because the music industry is tough. In business, period, because doing business is tough. And in life, because life is tough. So them moments just prepared me, bro. And I hope they prepared those who was around as well. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of tough, since you, just, you know, gave me the leeway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I truly believe, uh, and everybody's different. Everybody had different struggles, life-changing events. Uh, slow down. You know, some people can play it off. Some, some, some can't. Um, even for the team that you had, the family support that you had. 
you know, have you had any struggle that really just, you know, had you think about stopping music, slowing down? Have you had any, and, and this is, and this is, this is, this is, uh, funny to me because your actions show you're not a selfish person. But as much business have you done, you know, people will focus on themselves more before they focus on anybody else when it comes to the music. So have you had a moment where you just said, fuck people, I gotta, I gotta get this before I help anybody else, you know? Have you had any, you know, any of that? Man, you know what, bro? I had a lot of moments, man. Um, as far as, like, I know you mentioned, like, did I have some moments that made me feel like I wanted to quit? Yeah, I had I that happen. Um, maybe, I know one time for sure, could have been a couple times, but, you know, personal life can get in the way, man. And, you know, coming from Chicago, the Chicago street stuff, you know, having the type of family that some of us have in Chicago. Uh, yeah, I got, I got in a situation, um, one time when we went out of town, uh, um, one of my little cousins out for a situation, man. And, uh, that was the first time I ever got caught, you know what I'm saying? And we got caught with some guns in the car, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I have to travel, I have to travel, uh, every court day from Chicago to Wisconsin to deal with this case. My little brother was locked up. They kept him for the situation because he had a, he was a felon already and he was on papers in Chicago. So just the mental part of that, um, you know, like some artists like to take that and put it in their raps and, and use it as a way to get clout. But for me, it was mentally draining because we all went out there for a situation and my little brother was sitting in the jail. I was able to burn out, you know what I'm saying? And uh it was mentally draining and I wasn't in a in a, in a rapper's mood, because that's my little brother, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like if anything, I should have been still sitting in there, and he should have been out, because I'm big brother, you know what I'm saying? Even though my little brother tough as nails, but I'm big brother, and it, it just it just mentally drained me, because I'm a loyal dude, and for my family, and my family is everything, and my little brother was just sitting in there, man, locked up. For some, we was all involved with, and man, it, it drained me. I didn't want to do no rap, bro. And I and at that time, I felt like certain people, a person or two, or you know, wrote me off because I was going through it, and it was some bad talk behind my back. And at the time, um, at least I felt, or at least I heard, and I believed it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was certain things that were said, and it was just like draining. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that yeah. was the moment that I was like, "Fuck rap." You know what I'm saying? Like. I got real, real shit to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So that was a moment as far as me wanting to quit. Um, and I took a break. I took a break, came back, and then turned up. You know, life changing event where when you had this break, you couldn't notice, but if you did, I couldn't tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you had any beef? Beef? Yeah, in the rap, in the rap, rap beef or street beef? Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> well, you mentioned well, street, so I'm sticking to rap. So yeah, we'll, we'll just say rap. We'll just say rap. 
Whatever you give me, I'm gonna stick the rap. Uh, yeah, man, I I done smoked a few niggas, man. I done bullied a few niggas on this rap shit. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Um, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give, I ain't gonna give, I ain't gonna give a nigga name because I don't want to give a nigga okay. no promo or no clout. Okay, but yeah, I I'm on look, 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 coming off of, coming off of, coming off of that uh break of retirement. You know what I'm saying? A specific rapper, you know, formulated some shit. You know what I'm saying? And he tried to use that at his advantage and, and talk some shit. But with this rap shit, see, niggas be thinking just because they consider themselves having bars and shit that make them a better rapper than somebody. Well, they think because in my career, I made a lot of club or commercial records that I push more than the actual project of the street songs. So they get caught up in these make super bad. These make wild out. These make six, three bees make two shots of Patron. Bees make get home. And they think that they can fuck with me on this rap shit. But Bro, I'm I'm a aggressive, bro. Like, if we hooping, bro, I'm a aggressor. You know what I'm saying? If we rapping, I'm a aggressor. And, and I don't care how many bars you spit, bro. I kind of got a little bit of the 50 Cent Complex, bro. I'm going to come at you every which way, bro. I'm going to mean you. I'm going to roast you. I'm going to rap about you. I'm going to hit the spots that hurt if you fuck with me like that. Yeah, we right, saw, right. we saw that in the uh with the uh the Chicago versus, which I thought was was, was dope. Which I thought was was a, was a dope concept for the for the city. I I thought that shit was so dope. You know, um, you and Sinatra, y'all y'all definitely did it for the city. Yeah, y'all set the hard and that was way more entertaining than most of these uh, verses we've seen on a celebrity level. Uh, yeah. And I felt like no one else could really, you know, done it, you know, in regards to our level. You know, even though I yeah. consider you a, a professional, but it's like for the Thank underground, you, get it sparking for for, for us, it, 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 I couldn't see no one else really doing it. Because to me, it was respectable. Uh, in regards to the two people that were put together, um, and, and and it shows volume. It showed that you know it showed growth from the beginning to the end. It showed that y'all had stars, you know, celebrities, you know, legends on y'all tracks. Mm-hmm. It showed that you know, in the midst of y'all explaining how these tracks come about, that y'all have numbers that y'all recognize. It's everything that we wanted, basically, in the verses, but. It's, it's, it's our peers. It's underground. You feel me? And man, yeah. It's dope, yeah. man. Like, like, leading up to it, I, I bullshit you not. You ain't lying. Because I y'all was roasting each other. The, the promo, the promo was, yeah, and, and it yeah. shows that he, it, 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 you don't have too many people. You respect your opponent. And, and to this day, this is the same person that you know 10 years ago. Y'all have records together. Y'all did this yeah. together. You know, y'all have no beef. Y'all have camaraderie with each other yeah. and, and it just shows for our city that it's hard to have in Chicago a respect Facts. for one another and they craft that you know uh, the way you the way you took the criticism was okay hey y'all both had a chip on y'all's shoulder what you mean <laughs> Sinatra just got far too far heavy I'm far heavy too I'm deep what do you mean same thing yeah. with Sinatra hold on I don't just get far yeah. I'm an artist so it's like 
at that time, you know, from from from, from years ago, you know, y'all was only known for one thing. Oh, Sinatra. So, I mean, he barred him. He just barred. He just, you know, okay. But as, as we grew, it, it, it mattered to him. It, man, I'm more than just that. I'm an artist. I can do a yeah. little bit of this. I can do a little bit of that. Man, these, he just performed. He got 20 niggas on stage. All that nigga saying. <laughs> Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I can make commercial hit right. Man. Yeah, man. Me on the record part, man. I'm got to say that your catalog is very impressive, bro. Very man, impressive. I appreciate that, bro. Especially I appreciate on it, bro. the second question that I asked on influence. That played heavy into your catalog. Ladies and gentlemen, he <laughs> said Tupac was one of his influences. He has about <laughs> two Tupac songs. <laughs> you feel me? He got one. He had one creative ass track. Talk about that. Oh man, yeah. Um, before I go in, I just want to talk about synopsis in the verses, real, real quick. Uh, that was that 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 was a different battle from me bullying them other cats. You know what I'm saying? That that was fun. The, the bullying them other cats on the rap side. It was a couple of. Um, uh, that was fun too, but I wanted to knock them out. I ain't want to knock Sinatra out or get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Have a way that may go. You know what I'm saying? But uh, nah, uh, that was fun, man. Not always been a dude. We've been um doing music and shows for a very long time together, and we both just agreed to do it because, man, regardless of whatever the outcome, it wasn't even, you know, it got to a point for us, it wasn't even about a scorecard. You know, we both want to be known for being the best, you know what I'm saying, at what we do. But what we do is a little bit different. So he's still the best at what he do. I'm the best at what I'm doing. We gave the city a show, bro. And that was a fun, you know what I'm saying? But uh, the other question you just asked me, you what, what was it you just asked me, Dave? Before, because I want to touch on the synopsis thing and give him his up and his flowers, because I wouldn't mind backtracking with that because I think I think one of the biggest things we had in regards to the verses was, you know, for y'all two to start it off and kick it off. Based off um based how y'all work catalog, uh, based off performance, attributes and everything, y'all were in our eyes, y'all were y'all were qualified. You know, y'all was valid represent representative of the hard work, you know, and I think it, 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 it drew a big up war with the heat check versus shout out to Ren. Um yes, to man, I want to do a verse. I want to do a verse. <laughs> you know, we can do one, but is it worth watching? You know, yeah. and, and, and it's it, it kind of hard because you know it, it, it's cool that you want to be celebrated and show yourself, but I think it's in the eyes that you do enough. How many albums yeah. you have? How many projects yeah. you did? You know, and then y'all set up in a way compared to what they was doing in a, in a regular verse. It just did 10 to 20 hits. But again, yeah. y'all elevated it even more because y'all showed range. Yeah. This is my, this, this is my, this is my, 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 my throwback joint. This is my, Track for the ladies. This is my radio joint. Y'all, y'all, y'all show rain. Yeah, so basically, I'm when y'all presented it, in my eyes, it was like artists. Can y'all do this? 
Yeah, and that's what it was, man. I felt with the with the format, you know what I'm saying? It gave it gave both of us the opportunity to show range. It, it gave both of us the opportunity to have a a, a, a fair a fair um, battleground because you might get somebody that only like bars. You know what I'm saying? So if it was just basically based on bars, and that's what Sinatra do, I'm not saying he's gonna win because I still feel like it bar. But that's it. That's a, a, a super total advantage for him because that's what he's known for doing. If you put it off of just like street records and radio songs, who you know what I'm saying, who had the most radio songs and all this type of stuff, then it tilts a little bit more to my favor, but not have those records too, you know what I'm saying? So to make it just entertaining and take our fans down memory lane, yo, let's do the songs that when we first came out and they were seeing us in the shows. And you was getting it cracking with this song. I was getting it cracking with that song. Then let's go here. You know what I'm saying? Just Because it was more for the people more than us battling each other. You know what I'm saying? It was more for yeah. our core fan base. So that's why we um we agreed on that format and did it that way. Because either one of us could have won. He could have won Bar Crazy. And I could have won just street record crazy. Like, you know what? I'm finna come with the hardest records that I put out in the streets. And he could have came with the hardest bars. And we could have clashed like that, too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It would have been a preference so, battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would have been more of a preference battle, like you say. Perfect word, bro. But it, it definitely uh, it definitely did a, a lot of good follow-up battles after that. And I know the underground oh, yeah. definitely appreciate that, man. It was definitely fun. Um, oh, definitely, bro. I want to get into a couple of tracks and uh, just get your opinion on it. Uh, basically, the, the one track I mentioned was, you know, your influence shows through some of your records. You mentioned it. Yes, you mentioned Tupac. So the Tupac yes, track I thought was one of the most creative uh, uh, tracks you ever did. Not just the track oh, alone, but when people see the video, it's like this nigga went crazy. <laughs> Talk oh, about yeah, that, man. bro. How that, uh, how that was that was inspired by or influenced by one me being a Tupac fan. Two, uh, I heard other artists do Tupac records, and no diss on no other artists, you know what I'm saying, because it ain't a diss, but I heard, like, Meek Mill, uh, Tupac back records, you know what I'm saying, and, I, and Meek did it the way he felt it was, like, he wasn't trying to be Pac, but he was just basically saying, you know, my presence and I'm loved like Pac, and I, I, I got that type of presence or whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever his train of thought was for it. I just felt like for a Tupac song, for me, as a Tupac fan, that wasn't that wasn't uh, what I would have lo- loved to hear. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, if Pac did a song as him coming back, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Let me put his lingo. Let me put his inflections. Let me put his words that he would use. You know what I'm saying? Adversaries, comrades, you know what I'm saying? Specific thug life, specific words that Pac was saying and how he would emphasize I'm not a thug like, you know what I'm saying? Like how he would say it. And, but keep it kind of like in my ramification of how I get down. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was inspired by that. And again, it ain't a knock on Meek record because obviously Meek record did what it did. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a Meek, yeah. I, and I fuck with Meek Mill music. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, even when he was into it with Drake, I was rallying behind Meek. So I don't want to come out as I'm dissing what he put out. I'm just saying what my perspective of Tupac coming back, that's what that record would have been, you know what I'm saying, for me as a fan of Pac. And uh, 
man, a video was, was dope, man. Shout out to Alvin Elmore. He just shot a video for me last night, too. We got another oh, yeah. dope one coming out. <laughs> but yeah, um, man, that shit was so creative, bro. And that was my first song that went viral, bro. My first viral song was that. He, he done a lot of uh, epic video uh, recording. Yeah. I was in one of them. Shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wild Out. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about Wild Out. How that comes about. Oh, man. Wild Out came about, man, I used to love that uh, Hard in the Paint by Waka Flocka. I used to love that Hard in the Paint by Waka Flocka, man. That was like, when that came on in the club, man, that was my theme right there. So um, shout out to Bo Deal because, you know, Bo moved around with Waka, part of the camp, got lots of songs with Flocka. And um, Bo, a cool dude, you know, he look out for a lot of Chicago artists and work with a lot of Chicago artists. So when we inquired about the situation, Bo helped make that. Bo made that happen, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Bo Deal. And we came out with a banger, man, wild out, man. To this day, when I when I perform it for that particular people who was around, like when, when I did the verses, they, I would have been crazy not to do that, knowing that that fan base followed that. Now, for new people, I don't know how they may feel, you know what I'm saying? But for that particular people who experienced those moments when we did Wild Out and performing it live, there's no way I can't do a set for my core people and don't do that song, you know what I'm saying? I think you may view that as Penny Martini. That feeling was crazy. <laughs> black crazy. Woo, boy, super nuts, man, for real. Shout out to Pete Black, man. When, when, when you perform, man, to your hip, man, he, it looked like he just magnified. It was like a busting foot style type of feel, man. It's like y'all ass is going crazy on performances, man. Shout out to Pete Black. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> Get home. <laughs> yes, sir. Get, Get home. home. Get home. Oh, man, bro, that's... uh. That that song right there was uh showing uh my range as a music artist. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, I ain't, I ain't ever been an auto tune dude. I ain't even big on auto tune. But if a person breaks down the Get Home song, they can see the creativeness in it, and they can see that I got a legendary artist from a legendary group, Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony on there. So the crazy part is um. When I did that record, bro, and it was produced by Squat. Squat, shout out Squat. He produced it for some of everybody in the music industry. Um, oh, yeah. But when I did that song, yeah, when I did that song, bro, the verses was different from what y'all heard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I typically, I, I rap, you know what I'm saying? I rap about some female stuff, but it was me, Ice Mike, DJ Yayo, and DJ All Style sitting in the studio. And, you know, they they like to challenge me. You know what I'm saying? So I remember sitting in the session, they was uh they was like, uh I was like, yo, we need to come different on the record. I'm like, man, what I did on the record is good, bro. He like, nah, you know, you should figure out a way how to use their names in a song and make it a rap song about women. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it made me put on my thinking cap. And I was like, okay, if you would a chick. You want to hit, we used to call it, you, man, I want to bone her, I boned her. So I'm like, all right, I can, that's easy to flip their name. Lazy bone, okay, she came home, she had a long day, I had a long flight, okay, that's a lazy bone. 
I went nuts in it. Shit, I went crazy. That's a crazy ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, I started using them. And then I incorporated their songs. You know what I'm saying? Um, they different songs that was popular. We wake up at the first of the month, and I just turned the, turned the um, songs and their names into sex references for the songs for women. In a, and, and it was a, a, a real mellow, cool joint, man. I got Lazy Bone for the video. We shot it in Ohio. We actually went to Ohio. He was on tour. He took time out of his tour to stop and shoot the video. So that was just, man, that was just a dope, defining moment for me. And uh, it opened up opportunities. To this day, that's uh, my most my most streamed song, man. That's my most streamed song, bro. That's dope. And, of course, I can keep going on with Superbad, Two Shots of Patron. Oh, my God. Ooh, I got man. But it's two more I want to get to. And I think you know where I'm going to go. But one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And this is and this is epic, and this is the first for me as far as I know in regard to the community. I never know someone to take a joint and flip that bitch into a single <laughs> and get paid off the uh, six the six three. Three, it's six three coming to the jingle. If y'all don't know man, what I'm talking about, I'm talking he about flipped one, that shit so cold, though. Man, bro, it's so crazy, bro. Like, six three was like one of my favorite performance records due to the energy and what I was rocking with the verse, and then how the chorus was, and then, you know, we incorporated our little two step, our six three bands, right? So that was like one of my favorite for me personally to perform. And it became a favorite for other people to see me perform it. You know, a lot of y'all participated in in, in that song, in that dance, right? Participated. So, it's, it's incorporated. <laughs> it's incorporated into my repertoire. I've been doing it for years, bro. <laughs> we call it That's the shit. And then I was out finally paying attention to some of the stuff. I'm like, is yeah, that's crazy. We we all still do it, bro. We all family gatherings. When I perform, you know what I'm saying, in certain events, like we go to parties, like we on some regular party club shit, we do it. Me and the guys, you know what I'm saying? Or the that be with us, we do it. Um, that's that's our shit, bro. If you ain't in it, you don't see it. It's addictive as hell when you see everybody doing it. Like, what the fuck they doing? What the hell are they turning? What, what the man? It's man, I done had people come up to me, bro, and ask me, man, hey, can you show me how to do that? I remember when you put it on the radio, 63. And, and everybody was doing it. I was like, man, ain't nobody put an out shit in me, man. Let me do this shit on Facebook. Man, look, I don't have no pride. And that's another thing. A lot of people, you know, it's hard for when a brother's doing good. And I don't mind being a fan of other people while I'm, I'm doing me. So it's like, if this is yes, shit sir. that I like, I'm going to rock that shit. I'm like, man, be chicken with this. 
Hell yeah. That's what I always loved about selling the street teams, bro. Y'all was some guys who didn't have no huge egos, man. Y'all was enjoying the moment, bro. Y'all was just doing y'all, bro. Support us. So, man, participating. Y'all was with the kids, bro. Y'all was with it. All facts, man. Shout out to Revo Fashion. Hey, we, we followed this lead of Fashion. When we, when we needed to be there early, we was there. We was there to the when they open till it closed, dude, what else? You know, so <laughs> Real we, shit. We, we was learning while we was while we was trying to figure it out our damn self. You know, it wasn't too many groups out there either. So I mean shoot. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, and as far as the jingle, man, you know, when you when you when you start making a name for yourself, bro, so I felt my path of making um songs that was, you know what I'm saying, to be able to go on the radio or get played in a club or commercial records. Help me, bro. You know what I'm saying? And um, I got a phone call for somebody from the radio station like, yo, this is Law Firm looking, uh, looking for uh, a jingle for, for their law firm or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Shundell. Matter of fact, Shundell called. It was like, yo, is the Law Firm looking for a jingle? I referred a few artists to one of the artists that I referred to. If you could come up with some, come up with it. Man, so I'm listening to my tracks. Because y'all got to remember, or well, people may not know, I went to college for radio TV. So I had a advantage yeah. in that department because that's what I did, bro. I rapped and I went to school for radio TV. So I kind of knew in my mind, like, yo, this shit shouldn't be too hard. I'm going to take in. I'm a businessman. I say, I'm going to remix one of my songs if I can. If something has a ring to it, that way I can promote that song and... I can get paid for doing this shit. Facts. And you know what I'm saying? This the whole oh. element of it. And as I rolled through the tracks, I went through Wild Out. I went through everything trying to just repeat whatever was the catchiest in 1-800 hurting outfit right thing right in with. It had the same amount of syllables. Hit that with a six three. One eight hundred hurt like I was able to make the syllables match, you know what I'm saying, as far as the rhythm of it. And it was easy, bro. We did that. When I heard it, I already knew like this shit catchy as hell in the beat hard, but we still talking about corporate. I didn't automatically know they was going to pick my joint. Got the phone call, got the invite down to the office. They went crazy, put the paperwork together, told me their game plan, and off it went. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro. And, and it's crazy because it's like, the song was hard, period. Like, I like the vibe. When, 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 we, when we see you perform and know you, you know, we get it. Like, I, you know, I hear it. But it's like, it's crazy when you, I feel like I can't hear 6-3 without the 1-800-Hertz. It's like, I need the remix. It's crazy. Bro, I'm so serious. <laughs> it's like, I needed to start off like that. Then it go into the song. So it's like, you know, yeah. just like how you dropped it. Soon as the verses happened, bro, I was like, I put, that's why I sticked to my guns with Bello. You know, I died laughing. I said, shoot, compared to your <laughs> joint that you got, bro, I'm sorry. Six, three, kid, kid. And I see it. I be seeing certain stuff. I was like, bro, that's an automatic point. If he do it like this, yeah. look, the reaction, that's like, that was like a turning point right there. I was like, man, if he mixed the jingle with this, that's epic. And, and, I, and you don't know too many artists that, that had a successful situation like that, as far as I know. You know, and, and, and if they right. ever come about, I definitely give them their love. But to me, that's epic, especially for uh, a friend and a peer of mine. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. 
And last, yeah, but, last but not least, again, one of the most influential rappers that you mentioned earlier, Twister. We have a song relationship and, and business with Twister. Yeah, go hard. How did that come about? Man, all this stuff be playing hand to hand, bro. Uh, so after I had the song with Lazy Bone get home, of course, you know I try to do my my marketing campaign, my radio uh, promotion. So I was promoting that, and I had an interview again, Shondell Raw Radio, Raw Radio, Power ninety two. Uh, I'm in there doing the interview. Same time, Twister had a project or something that just was coming out or was about to come out. So he was in the building at the same time promoting that. Now, I already knew Twister. Seen each other, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Melo the Gutter Man. When they used to tour, I used to be in different cities doing different things. And they hit me like, yo, you in town? And uh, they invited me to come kick it. So I already knew Twister, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I played the, the the Lazy Bone joint. Twister asked me a question on there. And then, you know, behind the scenes, he was just like, yo, we don't got no record together. I'm like, nigga, you know we ain't got no goddamn record together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's, like, <laughs> He's like, damn. He's like, all right, we're going to do a record. I'm going to kill your ass on that joint. I said, nigga, please do kill me, because if you finna do a record with me, nigga, we finna get this motherfucker done, nigga. You want him up there. I'm cool with this, nigga. Let's, let's make it happen, bro. So... Immediately, and shout out to Squad again, you know what I'm saying? Because I've been getting production with Squad before, because we were shortish, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm going through beats, because I'm, I'm on it, bro. I'm like, nigga, this nigga Twister said he's going to do a record with me. Let me not be the reason why this shit don't get done by me bullshitting. Bro, as soon as that beat came on, because I had the beat for, uh, for at least, bro, six months to a year. As soon as the beat came on, bro, I definitely hear Swiss on this beat. So from there, I had to hear myself on the beat. And I didn't want to get into a, a situation where I'm trying to out tongue twist, twister. So I had to find myself within the beat, bro. You know what I'm saying? So coming up to, with the song was super easy because once I played it, a new twister to get on there. Now my thing was how I'm going to do the beat. And it just came real quick. And I go harder than harder way. I was like, oh, I got the style and the pattern. I just put that shit together, bro. Recorded it. Came up with the hook. I was like, what the hook gonna be in? I like, I went hard on this motherfucker. I'll go hard. This the hook right here, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. man, it was a home run, man. I uh sent it to him. He loved the record. Uh me being the businessman and the marketing skills that I have, I uh I, I was uh seeing what Twister was touring at. And the places that he toured at that I can either had time to go to or can uh, financially make it to them places. I went there on my own accord, on my own dollar. What I did was I had posters and stuff. Me and my guys would go there and we would flood his concert with posters. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it'd be crazy. I'd get a text like, hey, I see posters out here. You in this city? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right. Man, you pop out to the show with us, man. We're going to show up at this time, meet us here. Cool, you know what I'm saying? So it went for me promoting, and they just, you know what I'm saying? You know, we knew each other. We from the shy. Let me come in the building, back door with him, and chill with him. Till it got to the point where it was like, hey, yo, I thought I'm finished performing. 
hit that, that record I got with B's, play it. You know what I'm saying? So DJ Tight Micah spin it after Twisted Set. I capture what the guys and myself are capture the footage. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving y'all some game myself for those of you who listening. You know what I'm saying? So they'll capture the footage and then went from that to going on tour with them, bro. To like, now nah, you performing this shit. You got that type of situation and been building up your way to, to that moment. It's awesome, bro. Like, like, like no cap. Like, you know, that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. Well, you know, on your own dialogue or through help or however you got there, you know, it's like, oh, if he there, I'm there. If I got a record, man, I'm going to promote this. I, you know, most people don't even get a situation of being, you know, with a twister or a or, or crucial conflict, whatever, you know, because to them, they got to feel like you're worthy enough or is it a good business decision? You know, not all money yeah. is good money. So for them, Man, real shit, like, bro. That's the truth. And they got to protect their brand, bro. See, when you bring on other artists, and then that artist bring on other people, first of all, I don't know you good enough to know if we're in this type of situation, if you're going to send this show up, if you're going to take something from somebody, if you're going to mess around with some chicks and get yourself in the back. See, now you're dealing with their brand, and people got to understand that. And then not only you, be it might not even be you. You're bringing three other people with you. I don't know them. You know what I'm saying? So people, you know, they get mad at these celebrities or these people who establish their brand when it's, it's bigger than you or it's bigger than that celebrity. No one wants to be caught in some stuff that they can prevent. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm, not, I'm taking on bees and I'm taking on this crew. And we had a reputation. And it was no secret about the reputation that we had about, you know, getting into altercations at events and shows and fights and all type of things, bro. That 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 was a baggage that I carried for a long time, bro. So you were dealing with these other people. You definitely changed your name a few times, you know, uh, group-wise. But, you know, other than that, I I understand the business part of rebranding and doing things more professional. I definitely get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, as far as changing the group name, I ain't changed that because of the baggage. Different sets of people, different scenarios, different sides of my life, different fellas. Funny, I feel like bag team. You know what I'm saying? When I with my guys, we still dog mom that that core group of people because that's what we is. You know what I'm saying? I'm net with them, and um, certain people came and left, or may have not left, but you may not see them. So these new group of people ain't who we were when we did that. You know what I'm saying? So that's, okay. that's why some of the name changes came about with growth and just um, different people coming and going because dog mob is special to me and those individuals and what we did. So the new ones who came up, y'all wasn't a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't go through the experiences and the trials and tribulations. So niggas got that shit tatted on them, bro. So that's for life. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit different. Big facts. That's how it is. All right. We we almost finished, B. I just want to get to a part where I feel like this is meaningful. Like, this is the meaningful part of your life that I can't stress enough that separates you from a lot of Only two things. Mm -hmm. In the midst of your career, I even performed at one of these things. Ball for Mm -hmm. ball. You're definitely a a basketball lover. Yes, sir. You did giveaways. 
you supported people I don't know how many times and set up That's a business with the less fortunate uh, that didn't have essential food and stuff like this. I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, did you uh, do something around Thanksgiving a few years ago or a few years back? Yeah. Then? Yeah. See? Yeah. Like, we snapped with I that. <laughs> that enough that <laughs> we we're always giving that. That's what, you know, to me, the the one of your aliases, the face of Chicago, shit like that stands out for real. Because you, 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 uh, you, 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 I can't give it, I can't stress it enough. You just give back, bro. Currently, one of the biggest things that I know that you've done, um, and your, uh, family is involved, you have a youth basketball. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, so, man. That's dope, bro. Yeah, I, I, you've been doing basketball stuff for years. So, I mean, when you mentioned that, I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to go there. So, from the ball to the call, you know, celebrity basketball games, and then just doing stuff with the youth, it's awesome. If you got a chance, yeah. just elaborate a little bit on that. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, basketball and rap is 1A and 1B for me, man. Uh, I love basketball just as much as I love rap music, man. My sons love basketball, bro. Like I seen it early, bro. Before before my oldest can can um even crawl, bro. I was watching the Bulls game and how he was glued to the TV. Now I know kids get excited by seeing cartoons and all that stuff on TV. TV, but the way he was glued to the TV just felt different for me. You know what I'm saying? And bro, he picked up that basketball early, man. And the way he progressed, yeah, excelled with it, bro. It's just amazing for me. I mean, I'm 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 his biggest fan. Me and his mom, you know what I'm saying, and and his little brother, his biggest fan. But he's dope, man. And I just want my sons to have the best opportunities. I know I'm gonna go. If don't nobody go hard for my sons, I'm gonna go hard. So what I did, I started volunteering um, for Dalton Recreation Center just to help the shorties. It wasn't even just about my son, but I knew if my son was gonna get the best. I have to be involved because some people just go to work to get a check and don't really care about the results of what they do. You know what I'm saying? I'm just here from this time to this time. I did it for free for my kids and other people's kids who brought them. Now I volunteered my time two days out of a week and gave them my full effort, bro. And, and, and it paid off. You know what I'm saying? It's been paying off. And me, shout out my cousin, um, the brand builders, because we sponsored this team. Innovative Signatures, uh, War Dogs. Uh, it's a uh, travel league, AAU team. And, man, we're just trying to do what we can for these shorties, man, to be the best, you know, positive male figures as we can. But we don't sugarcoat it, bro. It's not like we're trying to go in there and act like we come type of things because we got to give them the real and the reality. So I try to, you know, we go to tough neighborhoods, rough neighborhoods. Uh, I try to teach them early um, financial things. So we had did a poster fundraiser where the kids were selling posters and I show, um, especially my son's how I work, you know, this is how much we got to spend to make the posters. This is what you sell. This is what you pay back. This is what we got to put back in it. You know what I'm saying? So it's time to teach them business and entrepreneurship because if any one of these kids make it to the league or, you know what I'm saying, the D league or overseas teams, I don't know your business, man. So I want to train them early at that. You know what I'm saying? But your dedication, man, they all going to the NBA. Hell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, 
Yes, sir, man. I'm trying to be like a uh, uh, Levar Ball. Facts. <laughs> I'll see, see his boys um, in the NBA now. The other, the other, um, the middle son got picked up by a team. The Pistons, yeah, man. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's super dope. The role may be ugly, but he got him now. Facts. Yeah, man. For real. For real. I that, got one last big bro. In the midst of the industry that, that you feel in, uh, we know there's a lot of deaths that kind of happen mostly in regards to Chicago artists. <laughs> About, say, you were uh, 10-plus years back. Uh, how has the music influence community? Like, how, 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 how did all that change from when 2010 to 20? Like, you know, it's a good change, it's a bad change. But, you know, how, how do you feel about You just talking about music overall or for me personally? Uh, both. Uh, overall, I just think, uh, Music, the music game became um, attractive with um, the clout that it brings for people. Uh, the the shine, the shiny things of it. So, uh, whatever whatever these artists feel, the proper format to get to that clout or that success, that's what they do. So, in a negative way. So, let's just say, and not to talk about drill like that, because I. I, I like drill music. I like all music, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just using this as an example because this is what, what was hot out of Chicago. So with drill, a lot of shoot 'em up bang, bang, and uh, dissing other rappers and dissing other neighborhoods and sets, right? And yeah. when those guys come successful, you know, um, and other artists looking at that, they say, well, what got this artist to be successful? Well, he dissed this set. He rapped about this content. His videos look like this. They had guns in here. They they did this to these dudes, or they said they did this to these dudes. What you think they gonna do? If that's the look like that's the way to be successful in the rap industry. Well, I'm gonna dis this my ops. I'm gonna put guns in my video. I'm gonna do this to this person because that seemed like that's the format to be successful. So it becomes a a, a, a copycat thing. And if a person doing negative things, negative things don't come out of that. You know what I'm saying? The good thing about it is you get some artists who capitalize off of those opportunities and be able to provide for their families, bro, and get other other um, sponsorships and deals to financially take care of their families, friends, kids, loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as me as the music goes, now, I just love music, bro. Whether I get a uh, check or not, like, I would love to always get a check, but me and Genius used to always say this. Say, say my, my um, employment was working at uh, Walgreens, right? If I could make the same money doing music that I made at Walgreens, I'd be happy. You see what I'm saying? Because if Walgreens was taking care of my bills, but I can do rap and substitute it, for Walgreens and make that same amount of money, I'll do it because that's, that's something I love doing. It wouldn't be considered a job for me. But rap has always been influential for me and just been impactful on my life because it always gave me a, a voice, you know what I'm saying, for the people who are willing to listen to me. It got me on this platform with y'all to be able to talk my shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
He got me on other platforms. It took me around the United States. He got me money. You know what I'm saying? He got me some fame, some type of fame, some type of clout. So, I mean, it's been great. It's been good for me, bro. I, I agree. It's definitely been good for you. But my exit out question, I'm just curious. This is December. 2021 is around the corner. What's next for these, man? Getting richer and richer and richer and richer. Talking like that, goddamn. Pinky rings, stuff. You going hard, man? Damn. <laughs> nah, just create more opportunities, man, and um, create more platforms. Enjoying myself, um, creating opportunities for people that I want to work with, bro. Rather they, rather it's my kids, rather it's for my son. He just started in my video, bro, that we filmed last night. So okay, that's what's okay. important to me, man. Yeah, that's what's yeah. important to me, bro. Is is though. It's creating them fun moments again, John. And man, and then, like it's creating them moments, bro. For real, like I learned how to make money doing other things and other investments, bro. So having fun with music, oh, and get my recognition for what I've done and what I'm going to continue to do and what I got planned. That's 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 what that's where I'm at, bro. That's where I'm at with this thing, bro. Man, it's definitely been dope talking to you. I definitely feel it's a part two because there's so much stuff I can go in deep detail with. But for the most part, bro, man, it, it, it was fun. Just, uh, I think I always learn something more about you every time we talk and stuff, man. And we talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely, man. I man, I appreciate both of y'all. Hold on, man. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because what we do, what we do is. We give the people a chance to speak on their final thoughts, man. So final thoughts can be anything. Anything beads want to put out there, talk about, go ahead on, man. The flow is yours. All right, I want to put out I want to put out good energy and I want to put out good credit, man. Work on y'all credit out there, man. Um, credit gonna be very significant. And the endeavors that you have, brother, is you buying a car, rather is you uh Buying a home, whether you starting a business, um, get your credit right, man. Don't burn your credit, man. Learn the game. Talk to somebody who can help you get it right because it's going to help you. If you do music, it can help you uh, finance your music career. It can help you start up that business like John Day doing with, with his soaps and those things of nature. When I'm doing my trucking and I run into issues, if I have my credit right, I can always get my repairs done how I need to and keep it moving. So I just want to put good energy and good credit out there, man. Uh, My final thoughts is shout out to Bees, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have been trying to get him on this show for a minute, man. So shout out to him because it was actually him that reached out and said, yo, we going to go ahead on and do this. You know what I'm saying? Because I had been bugging him and bugging him and bugging him. So, you know what I'm saying? Busy, busy man, man. So I'm I'm patient, man. Um, This is us giving you your flowers, bro. Like, I have seen you put on for the kids. What you're doing with the kids is beautiful, bro. Like, for real, for real. That's, that's beautiful. Like, as a father myself, that is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? We always try to go above and beyond for our kids because we created them. 
and we have to lead them down the right yes, path. Sir. So shout out to you as a as a human being, man. That's that's dope as fuck. I have seen you, you know what I'm saying, even with myself, give me advice and give me keys to the game that most motherfuckers wouldn't take the time to do because you didn't know me from a can of paint when I first jumped in your inbox about advice. So um, shout out to you. This was... This was for something something personal for me. This was on my bucket list of people. Again, you was on my list of people I wanted to get Man, on the show. It. When we started this podcast uh, movement, it was just to talk some shit and get to know our people. So this was dope for me. This this is a personal thing for me, and I and I just I learned a lot of shit that I didn't know. So shout out to you, man. Shout out to everything that you're doing with the music tip. We um. You did give us another record. So we're going to close. Yeah. We're going to close. Uh, Let me get my final count. Huh? <laughs> Let me get my final count. Oh, well, man, she go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, 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 one friend to another uh, from, from every event that you put out. From me meeting your family to, to having the cookouts at the uh up the street, whatever, man. I, I I probably consider like myself like a cousin to you, bro. Like yes, man, yeah. cab business wise, from me even being a street king or even solo stuff, from from business stuff, man, man, I, I definitely appreciate you because I know I can hit you up about anything for some advice or, or anything business wise since you got like fifty hats. You're damn near finna buy the whole block up the way you talk. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> one day, one day. Uh, I just I just definitely wish you more uh success, uh more good vibes and uh I, I, I pray that uh your family is healthy and all is good, man. Just keep doing good work, man. Because, I mean, uh I don't I don't you had plenty of hate in the past, but it's like, you know, it's hard when you see a good brother keep succeeding. And you don't swag much, man. It's just I think we have to the point that we having fun, and I think you damn near did everything that you wanted to do. And who who knows what else you're trying to get into? But uh, I, I hope it all works out uh, the next year. And furthermore, stuff, man. So, man, flowers to you, bro. Like for real, for real. Right, you, we you we over here at Bet the House podcast. We salute you, bro. For real, for real. Definitely. I appreciate Bet the House podcast man and dig this i don't know if you can knock this clip out but look this the homie bees and you tuned in to bet the house podcast with my homie ken and J day make sure you tune in every time a podcast drop you need let's get it on baby on baby i heard it <laughs> let's get on baby <laughs> In the hood, rocking black on black. Killing shit, but this ain't black on black. I go crazy, bitch, I black on tracks. Me trending one, we done brought it back. We done grew up in them awful traps. Officers that you go with, you offer strap. Bosses at the table with an office at. Racing to the money, go your market set. We done survive with a violence at. Talk not to snitch, keep it silent at. If a nigga gon' talk, he gon' die a rat. If the police don't shoot, bitch, we fighting back. After what I, bitch, I'm dying black. 
fire at us and we fire back. I can tell that you fool from your dialect. We go hard from the eight do south to Calumet. You cannot walk in my shoe, bitch, with sassy that. I hear the lick, then my brother's dividing that. My money dirty, then my sister had in that. I just might go back, my wife eat your lunchy mat. Brothers keep us, mama, babies, fuck with baby sister. We gon' bring the Navy, fuck with my little baby. Psycho, psycho, crazy, check you like a FICO. I put that on baby. Brothers keep her in, I put that on baby. I go crazy, don't you fuck with my babies. Grown man, but I'm my mama, baby. My mama, my baby, don't fuck with that lady. Brothers keep her in, I put that on baby. I go crazy, don't you fuck with my babies. Grown man, but I'm my mama, baby. My mama, my baby, don't fuck with that lady. It's like a suicide. Make your mama have to pick a suit and tie. From a different culture, I'm a new design. Cross the line, well, I'm like a scuba diver. I'm my brother's keeper, like I flew to fly. Cause my flow is sick, like I got flu inside. But fuck a rap, up a strap, eye for eye. If they keep on killing blacks, kill them back. Put it on the internet. We gon' take it with your fucking village chat. All black, like a fucking silhouette. All strapped in the fucking Cadillac. All black, automatic ride attack. Hold that cock it back, scatter back. Try to run, shoot his leg, shoot his back. Shoot his shooters for them niggas shooting back. Shoot a clip, not a movie cinematic. We the ones, we them niggas sending that. Hold you wrestle, make his people send a check. Disrespect, cut his fingers, cut his neck. Put it in the envelope and mail it back. As a culture, we done been through headed back. That's on baby, got go psycho crazy. Michael, Mike, and Jason, don't you fuck with my babies. On baby. Brothers keep her in, I put that on baby. I go crazy, don't you fuck with my babies. Grown man, but I'm my mama, baby. My mama, my baby, don't fuck with that lady. Brothers keep her in, I put that on baby. I go crazy, don't you fuck with my babies. Grown man, but I'm my mama, baby. My mama, my baby, don't fuck with that lady. On baby. On baby. On baby. On baby. Y'all already know what this is, man. Bet the House Podcast. Shout out to B. Shout out to everybody that's been rocking, man. This has definitely been fun for me shout out to jd for the questions shout out to everybody man yes, we, we out here we grinding we trying to make it abs next yes, time sir. bro we got to get you on here with the shenanigans man you know this this was this was <laughs> jd just said this it's a part it's got to be a part two you know we we had some real real yes, wild sir. topics but you know what i'm saying we definitely got to get you on here man because you are definitely a jokester man so Shout out to everybody that's oh, yeah. out here doing their thing. It's on the 10. He, he can go zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate y'all tuning yes, in to the man. next one, man. All right, man. Love, everybody. Yes, sir.